Hello and welcome to episode number two. Today we have got our very first interview and it is with the gorgeous Gina Cambridge. You are listening to Solo Women Travel Tribe Podcast with your host Zena Jones. Learn, inspire, share and connect with fellow solo women travelers from all over the globe. Hi and welcome to our first episode of Solo Women Travel Tribe podcast and today we've got Gina from Gina Does Wanderlust. Hey Gina. Kia ora everyone. Thanks for joining us. So let's start off by hearing from you. Tell us what led you to become a solo woman traveller. I have a few things that fell into place. Um, One was a relationship breakup and then a reassessment of life in general, uh, running a business, having a mortgage not having much time or money to do anything else and I thought there was actually a bit more to life than that so that's when I booked my first solo trip. And where did you go? Where did you head off to? Um, The first one was actually to Egypt. It was a small group tour so it was a good way to sort of feel yourself into travelling by yourself so I did a G adventure through um, Egypt and it was for 15 days and it was one of the best trips even now that I've ever had and never looked back since. And where where else have you been solo? So, and then after that, my next trip was my real real tester. So I booked a one-way ticket to Paris for my 40th birthday and uh, sort of headed off with not much else. So I went all through Europe, uh, Turkey, Morocco, um, been through Asia since then, um, Canada, and a few places in between in the States. And to give everyone, like, a bit of background, so you're not 21. No, I wish. <laughs> so, you know, you were just saying before, like, you had a business and you had a relationship breakup and you had a house and everything, so I guess, like, people would say you were quite settled down, so to speak. Yeah. Other yeah. than not having children, I was, yeah, the business, the home, the partner, yeah, the whole kit and caboodle. Yeah. So was that hard or...? Um, I think more leaving my family was the hardest bit, and I had animals like pets, and, and of course they're all a tie. Um, so leaving them was the hardest thing. So, but I always knew they were going to be there when I came home. So yeah. it wasn't a forever yeah. thing. Yeah. 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 And so the reason you started solo traveling was because of the relationship. That was there? that was part of it, and yeah. then because it was a few few months after the fact that I decided to, to actually go and do something. It was just, just I think we all have a time in our lives, we have a bit of an epiphany that, you know, there's more to life than working the old well, nine to five or seven to six for some. And, yeah, I just wanted to go and experience more and do more things. So I took the opportunity while I could and did it. Mm-hmm. So what were some of the challenges that you faced along the way? Um, for me, one, having very little money, um, that was probably my biggest challenge is how am I going to travel on such a tight or zero budget? <laughs> um, and I think a lot of people can relate to yeah, that. Yeah, which, which actually makes for quite a different experience. And I don't, even looking back, I wouldn't necessarily change it because I had to do different things. I was forced to handle situations differently and explore other avenues to 
do things you know like I did a lot of walking and free walking tours and museum visits and I did uh you know working in exchange for food and board and yeah, so otherwise, if I'd had a huge budget, I probably wouldn't have done half those things. And we were talking about that before, like you were you were saying that you've had to, like, you know, do the work in exchange for food and board and stuff. And what were some of the companies that you used when you were travelling? So there's Woofing, which is Willing Workers on Organic Farms, which is a worldwide organisation, and you can go onto their website. You, and there's also um, Helpex. I haven't used them personally. And then there's WorkAway, which I have used. And you go onto these websites, they do ask an annual uh, subscription fee, which isn't a lot. But that gives you access to all the hosts. You get to see the reviews of the host, which is incredibly important because mm-hmm. you want to know, have previous um, WorkAwayers or Woofers had good experiences, um, where that person is located, what you're expected to do. And then I normally email them ahead of time because the real popular ones are quite fully booked out. So if you get a bit of a rapport with your host beforehand, and I've had some amazing experiences. I've woofed and done work away in Italy, Morocco, Wales, and, yeah, I've had an amazing time. Yeah. Yeah, some of the best times I've had travelling have been while I've been doing that. Mm. And you were saying before, like, you've made some amazing connections and met amazing people because you were just saying that you'd, what, received an email, I think, from someone that... Yeah, I just got a... Actually, this morning got an email from a girl I met woofing in Wales. They were living on the estate I was working. They're both an English couple. They ended up coming out to New Zealand and now live here and have got a little baby and they call New Zealand home. And a lot of my best friends I've met on these places or experiencing the same things. So, yeah, yeah, it's been a really good experience. Yeah, that's awesome. Any other challenges that you've faced along the way? Um, Like we were talking earlier, I've been incredibly lucky um, travelling, knock on wood. Um, So there's not been necessarily any challenges. But um, I just think, yeah, probably the money and just travelling in general – especially when you come from a small town, so trying to negotiate train stations and bus stations and foreign languages can be a little bit daunting, but Mm -hmm. you tend to get around it somehow. You (laughs) get from A to B eventually. Yeah, and it's all part of the experience really, isn't it? Yeah. What about the isolation? That definitely sinks in, especially when you're travelling long-term at Mm -hmm. some stage. Um, You know, you wish you had your best friend or your mum or your sister there to talk about it but I think with the modern day and age you've got Skype and FaceTime and WhatsApp and Mm. Viber I mean everyone's Mm. just a touch away so it makes staying in contact with home and that isolation a little bit easier to handle. Yeah I totally agree like I remember the very first time that I went like over to UK Europe from here and it felt so far away because mm-hmm. I was literally sending a postcard and I was trying to find an internet cafe. Yeah. Like, just trying really hard. Okay. And then, at like, dial-up yeah. speed to, like, email back home and let them know how I was and, you know, hoping that I'd have an email from them. Whereas now, like, you can... As soon as you've got Wi-Fi, you can send a text, yeah. you can FaceTime, like, it doesn't feel like you're far yeah. away at all. And a lot of the Wi-Fi is free. So a yeah. lot of cafes and restaurants, so it's really easy to get online. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to cost you a fortune and it's yeah. really easy. Do still send postcards. It's nice to get a postcard. <laughs> I actually agree. How cool yeah. is it to get a postcard? Yeah. It's like a like a lost art now, really, yeah. isn't it? 
Yeah. All right. So what is one item that you can't travel without? My BB cream. So that's my <laughs> blemish cream that acts as a moisturizer and a sunblock. Mm-hmm. So I love that because even when I feel like shite on the plane and I come off, I can put some of that on and feel half decent. And my earplugs, earplugs for the plane, trains, hostels. If you just want that little bit of uh, reassuring sleep, they're really good. So they're probably my main yeah. two, other than my phone, which everyone travels with anyway. So. Yeah, and I definitely agree. Like the earplugs, I have to travel yeah. with those. It just makes sleeping so much easier. Yeah, definitely. And for anyone out there who doesn't know what BB cream is, which was me yesterday. Splemish <laughs> <laughs> Balm. So Gardner and um, Maybelline bring it out, and I think Olay has it now too. Yeah. So it's basically sort of a tinted moisturiser. Yeah, to me it seemed yeah. a lot like a tinted moisturiser, but nicer. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, what have you learned from being a solo woman traveller? Uh, confidence, tolerance, self-reliance. Um, it gives you confidence because you're forced into situations where you have to deal with people and stuff that you probably wouldn't deal with before. Tolerance, again, because you're forced into situations where you have to be incredibly tolerant. Um, and it gives you an appreciation of home. Like, we're very lucky here in New Zealand, so I've definitely learned we live in an amazing part of the world. But it's probably confidence is my main thing. It's made me a way more outgoing and... Yeah, and it's so interesting that you say that because I, when I first met you, um, it would be a few months ago now, I really thought you were confident and outgoing mm-hmm. and that was just how you came across to me. But in talking to you, it seems like that has yeah. only come through the travel that you've done. Yeah, I was very shy. Like, I'm loud, but that doesn't <laughs> mean I'm, you know, confident, you know. Yeah. So I think sometimes people assume if you're a bit boisterous and loud that you're incredibly confident, but I'm not. And so... I was very shy and unsure of myself, so I'm, I'm a lot more confident to go up to a total stranger and, and strike up a conversation, which you're going to have to do if you're by yourself eventually mm-hmm. at some stage. Mm-hmm. And it could turn out great. I've ended up meeting surgeons and people that work for, you know, Blackhawk helicopters and wow. all sorts of people, um, mm. architects and lawyers, and you meet all sorts of people travelling. And they quite often are staying in hostels and pe- places you wouldn't normally expect to meet people. So, yeah, it's a great experience. Mm. That's awesome. Um, what are some of the resources that you use to book or plan your solo trips? Um, my go-to to check out flights is Skyscanner. Yeah. Whether I purchase through there or not, it gives me a good gauge of what flights are available, best flight times and days, because mm-hmm. you can look a day either side of the flight you're looking at and you might be able to get a couple hundred dollars off. Mm, yeah. Um, Makes a big difference yeah. eh, if you can look at days either side, if you've got that flexibility. Flexibility. Yeah, sure. So Skyscanner is a start, um, and then I either um, use also Booking.com or, or an accommodation booking site, which are really good when you're traveling on the go. Yeah. Um, and actually using booking.com, not that I'm trying to promote them, I actually got my last night free because I'd earned enough status points oh, with really? them. Oh, really? Yeah. So oh, wow. I was really happy. Oh, that's cool. I use them a lot too. I mm. didn't know about that. That's cool. So um, that I use on the go. Um, Rome to Rio is an amazing um, website or app you can get, and it will plan your – it can tell you a route if you want to get from A to B, whether it's by train, taxi, um, 
bus or flight, which are, you know, the times, the yeah. links to to those sites connect, and yeah. stuff. Oh, cool. And it's a really useful resource. So that's Rome mm. to Rio. And then an offline map mm. is I think that's so important. So valuable. Yeah. 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 Really Especially valuable. In those places you can't get Wi-Fi, yep. you need to have access to a map. So they're really good. They're my go-tos. Yeah. And I want to throw in there as well another one I use is Airbnb. Yes, yeah. Um, I've started using them a lot more because – I like the less touristy hotel or hostel sort of a feel. Yeah. I like to be in like someone's home, home yeah. and somewhere sometimes even off the beaten track. Yeah, and there's some some so, great places on there too. Yeah, some yeah, really amazing cool places. places. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, what is something that you wished you knew before you set off, or is there anything that you wished you knew before you became a solo woman traveler? To what? be honest, there's nothing I can honestly say. I wished I'd knew before, mm-hmm. but in saying that, I went with quite an open mind. So my always thing is go with no expectations because if you, as soon as you start expecting something from a place, quite often you might get disappointed. Yeah. So um, there's nothing particular. I mean, because of the way I travelled, I had a certain experience. So if I'd known something before that, I might not have had that experience. So... Mm. Yeah, there's nothing in particular I can think that I would have changed, actually. Yeah. yeah. And I love what you just said, that go with no expectations. Because mm. as soon as you build huge. a place up too much, yeah. or you hear, oh, this person said this and this person said that, so you go there expecting all these things, and sometimes it's not going to be like that. Yeah. So if you go there just really open about a place, mm. you'll enjoy it so much more. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I love that. Um. Why do you love to travel solo? Freedom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, freedom to lie in bed in the morning if I want, <laughs> yeah. which I'm not a morning person. <laughs> um, freedom to choose if I want to stay in one place longer or not stay in a place longer. Or um, quite often it's not necessarily a, a choice. It's just what I've decided to do and if I meet people on the way and they want to come along that's fine yeah, too yeah. Um, but definitely the freedom and, and it is a little bit selfish but it's it's I think if you talk to a lot of solo travellers they will probably say the same thing mm. and I didn't want to wait till someone else was ready to go on holiday because you can have talk to your friends and they go yeah I'll come and mm. and then you'll go well when and they'll go oh maybe next year and then you'll wait till next year and then mm. they'll say oh and then before you know it two years is gone mm. so if you want to go just go yeah yeah I so agree and I don't necessarily think it's selfish like I People who don't travel solo quite often say, oh, it's quite selfish, isn't it? But at the same time, like you just said, why should we wait for other people? But also, for you, you've found your confidence. You've found... Yeah, there's lots of good things. You're such an outgoing person. Now you've made all these amazing friends, and you wouldn't have necessarily become that person or done those things or had those experiences had you have gone with family or friends or, you know, waited for someone else. Absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. totally different experience. And Mm. I'm not saying you should only ever travel solo. Like, if a friend says, like, my friend joined me on my last month in Thailand for the last week she came over and we had a great time. Yeah. So 
but I was there the majority of the time by myself ahead of that. I'd already booked that trip. If someone wants to come along and yeah. join me, yeah. they're welcome cool. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. But I'm not going to not go because yeah. no one initially wants to come with me. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it's awesome that you won't let it hold you back. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And one thing I want to say is, for me, traveling solo has helped me to, I guess, kind of find myself. and Yeah, definitely. Yeah, realize sort of who I am, what's important to me, and... Yeah, just be more it's a very kind much, to myself. Yeah, a very yeah. much a cliche, but it's the whole eat, pray, love thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is a cliche, but... <laughs> yeah, it is a little bit true, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah, I really think it is, yeah. It is very much Julia Roberts finding herself in yeah. the movie. Yeah. So what safety advice could you give for anyone who, you know, has not done solo travel before or just any travel in general like what safety advice as a woman would you put out there use your common sense don't do something overseas you would not do at home you know after going out for drinks we do walk home by yourself alone down a dark street at home probably not so don't do it overseas Mm. anything you don't think it's different so just and if you're in a situation your gut doesn't feel right get out of it just trust your instincts, use your common sense, respect the culture. Yeah, that's a big one, yeah. isn't um, it? Yeah. Do a little bit of research before you go on their customs um, and be respectful. If no one else is being respectful, that's their journey. Yeah. But, yeah, just be a bit culturally aware. Um, and I think that can also help you if you... So, for example, they say dress modestly or cover your knees and your shoulders in certain countries. Yeah. Like, especially as a woman travelling alone, if you're going to wear a tank top and short shorts, you're going to draw attention. unwanted attention. Just like you would at home, yeah. probably. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think that's really important. If you just cover up a little bit more, if that's what the culture yeah. sort of asks of you, then, you know, you're blending in as well. So you're looking less touristy. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and that's not, you know, yeah. not going to get that unwanted attention, so to speak. And that's actually probably the other thing, too. I don't tend, I don't know if this is the right term, but I don't tend to dress as a tourist. Mm. I try to blend in as much as I can. I don't mm. want it to make it too obvious mm. that I'm am a tourist because you can become a target just by being a tourist. Mm. So, yeah, just being a little bit savvy that way is is probably the best best advice, yeah. Just use your common sense. Trust yeah. your instincts. Women have great instincts. Mm. Yeah, I think we do, and it's yeah, mm. just listening to that intuition yeah. that you've got and um, going from there. Yeah. Mm. Have you ever had any bad experiences, so in relation to maybe safety or travelling with family and friends or anything like that? Is there anything that comes to mind? Overall, been so lucky thank god um touch wood yeah touch wood again <laughs> the only sort of slightly funny one i had and and women probably um traveling in these countries have had the same thing as when i was in morocco you do get harassed mm-hmm. it, you're not gonna not get harassed regardless regardless and what do you mean by harassed just like? the normal cat calling yeah you know mm-hmm. like hey beautiful and and it can either escalate or not. I, yeah. The best thing is just to ignore it and switch off. Don't take it personally. Just switch off. But I did have this young guy follow me one day into the Sukkah Marrakesh. He would not leave me alone. Unfortunately, I got lost. Ended up in the back alleys where they live. Mm-hmm. And this guy was starting to get quite aggressive with his comments, basically asking for sex. Mm-hmm. And I ended up having to yell at him uh, to draw attention and telling him to f off, 
in which an older gentleman came over, luckily, and um, the guy took off. But that that's, I didn't, even though it was an uncomfortable situation, I didn't feel unsafe. Yeah. So there is a, is a difference. Yeah. And, and I, I've just been lucky because I have had other friends that have had pretty hair-raising experiences. Yeah. But you could get that with anywhere. Tree. Yeah, you could get that anywhere. And yeah. whether you're by yourself or with a friend or with family or with your boyfriend or whatever, you could exactly. get that at any time. You really yeah. can. And I love what you did there, how you – kind of made a bit of a scene so you yelled and screamed at the guy yeah. and then of course that's going to get all of the the people passing by the locals the tourists whatever to stop and be like oh what's going on there so you're drawing attention to yourself Definitely so someone's going to come yeah. and help you don't be shy to yeah. draw attention to yourself if you feel uncomfortable in a situation go into a cafe go into a restaurant you know, the people are really and over overall quite generous mm-hmm. and helpful. Mm-hmm. And if they see you're distressed, they will help you. Yeah. 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 Have faith in humankind. Yeah, and I love yeah. that you said that. Like the majority of people out there are good, decent people. Yes. Uh, and unfortunately we just hear too many stories about the bad, bad people, news, which yeah. is the small percentage. Yep. So like you say, people will help you when you need it. You just need to be willing to ask for it or cause a scene or, you know, go into a cafe, whatever yeah. you've got to do. Yeah, that's so cool. So where are you off to next? Um, next trip is um, early next year, hopefully just back to Bali. I've got some connections I've got to chase up over there. Um, and then the girls actually I was in Egypt with are wanting to do a reunion because it will be 10 years since oh, I went to Egypt. Cool. And yeah. so they're planning on Hawaii, mm-hmm. which will be fun. Never been and there. I love Hawaii. Yeah. So excited about that. It's a beautiful place. Yeah. And then hopefully for a big trip is South America. So Peru, Bolivia, yeah. All around there. So but that's still in the early stages trying to organise that one. Yeah. But exciting. Really wanna Lots go. of exciting yeah. things, yeah. yeah. So there's always new places to see and go. <laughs> and that airfares are super cheap at the moment, yeah. so it's hard not to book anything. I know, isn't it like yeah. It's like an addiction. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. Don't get those emails sent to you all the time. It's really hard not to Yeah, book don't enough. subscribe to yeah. yeah. Yeah, travel deals, I agree. <laughs> Any final words of advice or wisdom that you would like to leave with our listeners? If you really want to travel or it's always been a desire and you've had kids and you've had a family or you've been working really hard in your business or whatever it is, if you really, really want to go, there's never a wrong time. So it doesn't matter if you're 20 or if you're 30, if you're 40 or if you're 65, if you really want to go, just go and do it. There's a great supportive community out there for travellers. And I've met people from 18 to 65 in hostels. I've met an old lady that she goes and travels every year and backpacks and stays in hostels. And she has an amazing time. So it's never too late. Um, Mm -hmm. Don't worry about the money. Don't get fixated on the money. Yeah. If you make that decision, everything else will fall into place. Mm -hmm. You don't need a lot of money to travel you need some don't get me wrong and you need a backup but don't let it be a block as well so yeah yeah yeah. so many cheap ways to do it yeah yeah I love that so don't let your age or your your status of wherever you're at in life get in the way and don't let the money get in the way yeah mate just like any goal setting if set that goal and go for it yeah yeah hell yeah 
Awesome. So where can people find you if they want to connect with you after today? So if they just want to follow me on my latest travels around or see what I'm up to because I do do a bit of all sorts. So (laughs) you can either find me on Facebook or Instagram, both on Gina, which are G-I-N-A, does Wonderlust, and it's all one word. So Gina does Wonderlust on Facebook or Instagram. Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on today and chatting with us about your solo adventures and, you know, what led you to become a solo traveler. I really appreciate you coming on, Gina. It's been good fun. Cool. Yay. Thanks. And hopefully we'll have you again in a future episode because you do have some exciting things going on. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have more to talk about. Yeah. (laughs) See you guys. Thanks. Bye, guys. I hope today's episode has been helpful for you. If you would like to ask me any questions or give any feedback or comments, pop on over to Solo Woman Travel Tribe. I would love to hear from you guys and connect. Now, if you want to get your hands on my copy of the top five things you need to know as a solo woman traveler, it's not what you think, then head on over to www.solowomantraveltribe.com forward slash download. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you are not already a member of our Solo Woman Travel Tribe, then please come and check us out at www.facebook.com slash groups slash Solo Woman Travel Tribe. Thanks again, and I hope to see you over in the group.